Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. How are you? Hope you're well. Uh, I have uh, Stuart Goldsmith this morning as my uh, co-host. Yeah, it's great. That's what I like to call it. You like to be up earlier. Yeah, I do, morning. I do. Used to be a busker in Covent Garden, so I'm really excited about coming of in. Of course. And just like the olden days. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> and you've got a little in anyway, haven't you? So I do. Ten, ten weeks. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. So this Tiny. is like a like quite a late start, really. Uh, yeah, a little it? bit. Yeah, <laughs> I've just been sent a picture of him, and he's just he appears to be looking at the camera for the first time. Oh, he's obviously not. No. Really. Really, doesn't know what it is. It's fine to think that though. People, yeah. people are so quick to just like to sort of poo-poo the idea of, of babies doing anything. It's like early on when the when the baby like smiles and, and everyone's like, oh, he's oh, smiling, wind. just yeah. wind. Yeah, I know. It's so mean, isn't it? It's a horrendous human being. Exactly. Takes that from a parent. Oh, it's so all you need is just the idea that it might love you. Just yeah. it might love you oh, back. It might. Like it's usually you. like a it's usually like a midwife who's been doing it for forty five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, look, he's smiling. It's just wind. Oh, the whole midwife thing. I can't cope with. <laughs> How matter of fact midwives are. They just pick up, you're just there going, this yeah. little life I've created, keep it alive. And they just pick it up and go, oh yeah, d- d- pop yeah, it down like there, upside roll down, over. give yeah, it a slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they're amazing, aren't they? I mean. Fabulous. Uh, so, uh, of course, uh, usually what we do uh, of a morning is have a, a little moan, a little moan. So if you're up and about this morning, nobody wants to be up early on a Sunday morning. So why are you up? Uh, drop us a text, uh, 8 12 15, uh, on the text, or you can get in touch on the, uh, on the old Twitter. Where real music matters. I'm joined this morning by Stuart Goldsmith, who, uh, who weirdly, I, I, um, I saw long a long time before we uh, we actually met. Oh yeah, um, yeah, because I remember you uh, very specifically um, in uh, Covent Garden. Actually, you, you didn't. You I saw do. The show. Yeah, I'm sure we've had this conversation before. Oh yeah, right. Yes, yes. I um, uh, I'm, I saw you a, a good three or four times. You were you were. Because there's a lot of you know guys and girls who who perform there are many in many people gone to um, varying degrees of standard. <laughs> yes, and uh, even more so than the comedy circuit. It's yes, absolutely quite. the case that any nutcase can turn up. <laughs> and uh, and I remember I specifically remember you uh, being very good, and that's why Thank you, you stood much. out. And uh, I used to eat crisps on a tightrope. That's right. That's yeah. right. Crisps on a tightrope. I used to get ten guys out of the audience to a tug of war with a rope, five <laughs> either side. So technically, it was a slack rope, not a tightrope. Yes, and then I would walk along it and balance in the middle. Which was quite impressive, but it, it kind of sagged with yeah, my body course. weight, so I'd be like two inches off the floor. <laughs> so it wasn't that dangerous. No. And then you went into stand-up, yeah. and then we worked together on uh, that ITV show. Yes, we did. Which I can't remember what it was called now. Funny, funny <laughs> something? What was it called? If you can't remember, can't I'm remember. not going to remind I can't you. I what it was called. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to wipe that incident from my what, memory. I don't know what it was called. But it was like, somebody at, uh, at the telly decided that uh, we had to do some... Um, well, what they pitched it to me was X Factor for comedians, but it ended up being like The Apprentice. Yeah. And well, they pitched it to us as Master yeah. Chef for comedians. Oh, did I thought, they? Oh, yes. I like to think of myself <laughs> as a chef of comedy. Yeah, it didn't work. The master. It, it didn't, didn't really it work. It didn't work. The but most frustrating thing is try we, these things. we do these kind of crazy challenges of like yeah, the the challenge as far as the comedians were concerned was go and uh, you've got three days write, yeah. write seven brand new minutes that you're prepared to do on telly to millions of people <laughs> yeah. and then you'd get there and they'd go we're just going to film you getting out of the taxi again for another six times and you go you can't I've got to write my yeah, jokes yeah 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 no it was a it, stressful time well you know that's telly for you <laughs> that's telly for you so let's see who's up and about this morning why you're up what on earth uh, you're up for why 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 you're up I'll, I'll have a little look on uh, Twitter uh, Jenny said uh, my hubby's been out to uh, photograph grass snakes at 5.30 
Nice. This is the randomness that we get. Has he got to do that little dance like you do to get worms up out of the ground first thing in the morning? I didn't know about to tap this. the floor so they come up for a drink. Is there a, is there a, yeah, that's, there's worming, a worm dance? There's worming championships. You have to do a little dance. And then worming champ- championships? Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds fascinating. Yeah, I mean, not like dog worming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So worming, it's strictly coming out of the ground. Yeah, you, you tap it and you pretend it's raining and the worms come up for a drink and then you, you win a... A trophy in your local. They're so thick, aren't they, worms? They're so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) How stupid of them. Um, Who else is up this morning? Uh, I can't even pronounce that. Gore. Or something or other on there on Twitter. I can't sleep because I have my nipples pierced yesterday and they're killing me. So that's is the he trying to sleep on his tummy. There's Lie a, on his a back. Fe- it was a female. Was a, oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Well, either way. <laughs> and Leighton Brown says uh, the the bleeding sunshine. I didn't quite close my blinds correctly last night. That's the worst. Look at this beautiful morning we're blessed with. Where you go? Oh, the set. I saw the first bee of summer yesterday. You know that moment <laughs> you see the first bee and you're like, it's coming, it's coming. And and just to and to be miserable that it's too sunny. Come I, I, on, I don't. I don't think you're quite getting into the spirit. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I'm not supposed to. Mom, <laughs> I'm a morning person that I never see the yeah. morning anymore. So I'm really <laughs> pleased to see it. But you're right. You're uh, right. I hate the sun and everything it stands for. <laughs> Lynn uh, Connor on uh, on Facebook doing the Manchester Marathon. That's what she's uh, heading out to do oh, I mean, this that's, morning. That's Who are those nuts. people? That upsets me. I saw runners on the way in dressed in lycra. Oh, it makes not... me very upset. I'm. Uh, we were in London this morning, but um, um, last I think it was last year the Manchester Marathon was happening, and at the end of our road, about you know maybe a two minute walk to the end of the road, they were running past, and uh, the kids sort of wanted to go and watch um, the uh, sort of start like the runners running past and um, I just couldn't be bothered I mean it was only a two minute walk but I just yeah. went ah, it's on the telly <laughs> have a watch on the you, telly you've got it. you've got to clap when you when you see the runners coming past, you've got to clap, haven't you? Is that, like, supportive? Yeah, exactly, but from the point of view of the runner, it's just constant applause. That's the only <laughs> thing that would make me do a marathon. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Sunday morning, Mo, what are you doing? Why are you up and about? Uh, anything coming in on, on uh, that you can see well, there, Stu? so uh, this gentleman isn't moaning, he's showing off. Oh. A man called Adrian has just said, on way to work, dot, 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 firefighter. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's not a moan. No. I'm going to sure. moan about that. He's got <laughs> Who else is up this morning? This, well, this one is. Up, ready to cause chaos, digging up Hampton Court Road in my JCB. Sweaty. That's lovely. That sounds That's sexy, lovely. doesn't it? I mean, I would want, uh, what I like is that through this show, he has an opportunity to show off to the world that he's going to dig up Hampton Court Road. Yeah. The, the amount of people today me. on a beautiful Sunday who are going to go down that road and he's going to completely ruin their day. Anyone who wants to slag him off, that's who it is. <laughs> but I imagine this for some sort of reason. This is the eclectic mix we get. Um, we've got somebody up for an archery competition and then Kerry's uh, just up to have a little sing and dance at church. So that is the, that, the sort of difference we get Do not on the combine show. the two. No, very much not. <laughs> very much not. Uh, and uh, Hi, guys. Uh, I've, this is from uh, Tony. I've been up uh, at work since 6am. It's my birthday today, 43 years old. I'm fitting kitchens in a student dwelling, hoping to finish by one. Uh, that, I mean, that seems like a pointless job, I'll be honest with you. A yes. kitchen for students. Yeah, there's no point. That's a microwave, isn't it? I mean, it? that is... It's a single hot plate. Yeah, uh, just a, a microwave big enough for a pot noodle as well. It doesn't even need to be a full size. Bit of scrambled egg on an upturned iron. Imagine having that job where you're making something that you know will never be used. Like an oh. ejector seat in, a, in an helicopter or something. You just think, <laughs> what's the... 
Who's this for? That is heartbreaking. I'm more concerned that it's called a student dwelling. <laughs> that makes it sound like a little cave under, under a waterfall. Come into my dwelling. And uh, uh, Stuart uh, joins me in fatherhood very recently as well. I do. You've, uh, you're only I have the, a mere one child. You have one child. <laughs> You've got five, you unbelievable I've legend. never had just one child, so I don't know what yeah. that's like. I had twins first, so yeah, I only mean, had multiple kids. You went right in, you hit the ground running. Straight in. I've got one, I've got a little boy... And, uh, he's, yeah, he's ten weeks old, he's ever so small, he can't do anything. No, they're boring at that age. They are I mean, boring. no offence, but they are boring, like... Also, for dads, they're even more boring, because yeah. at least mum's involved. Well, I'm away, I'm away for, like, three days at a time, and yeah. I come back and I pop my head in and I go, hey, and I expect him to at least turn his head, nah. he's like, nah. Nah. Boob. Where's the, exactly, where's yeah. the pretty one with the milk? Yeah, exactly. That's the one I'm interested in. I'm I know. just all talk, no milk. That's you me. are essentially, um... Like the just mum's assistant, though, aren't you? For a while, for a while. Yes. For well, I've been first quite against that. I've been regarding myself as the quartermaster. I yeah. know what's in the freezer. I'm doing exactly. all the cooking. Exactly. Best thing, best thing we did is when on the day we came back from hospital, um, a friend texted us and said, "I have left a roast vegetable lasagna on your door and yes. gone." And we're like, "That is an incredible." Oh God, they're yeah. not even angling for a visit. They don't want to see, and they're just like, "There's the food." So I did the same thing for my mate Pete, who's just had a baby about two weeks after yeah. my one, and I cooked this lasagna all day. It was brilliant. I took it round to him and his Mrs. Hazel, and I left it in the porch. And I texted them. I said, "I've left you a vegetable lasagna," and uh, and then it, I didn't realise, of course, that Hazel had been kept in hospital after oh. cesarean for five days. So Pete ate it all himself that night. Nice, good old Pete. <laughs> so all day I've been I've been very diligently cooking, feeling like it's the most wholesome <laughs> thing I've ever done. And I was cooking my mate. Pete Peter Lasagna. God bless Pete. <laughs> the fatty he ate it as well. I know, it. all of it in one go. I'm not sure you could come back any minute. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good song, that, for anybody doing the Manchester Marathon this morning. That's epic, epic song for running, I presume. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I started saying it, and even as I was saying it, I was losing... I can certainly imagine myself running to I it. imagine if I ran, <laughs> that would be a good song to the run The problem to. is, if you ever try running, which I never have to any long no. extent, but whenever I have, you get one song and you're like, yeah! yeah. And then that, you don't realise, three and a half minutes length of a song, it's quite a long time after you have that yeah. initial, yeah, this is me on the advert, that moment is... Sort of last about Chris, ten seconds. Chris is here, producer Chris. You're you're a bit of a runner, aren't you, Chris? You you, uh, you you've done a I'm few doing marathons. I'm marathon in two weeks' time. Yeah. Are you what's, really? What's your song of, uh, of of choice? I don't listen to a single thing. Do you not? But when I breathe, I have you know that Suzanne Vega song. <laughs> yeah. For about three hours. Oh, it's my not God. Good. Is no, that what you're running from? Get away from Vega. You know my opinion on running. It should only be used in an emergency situation. Not, it's not for pleasure. Yeah, I I, it's the voice in your head as well. You always, I, I find I'm negotiating with myself, going, "Oh, when can I stop?" But yeah. the voice in my head is just me, so it's like goes like, "Yeah, yeah now can you stop now." <laughs> yeah, anytime, anytime. Uh, right, let's see who else is up this morning. Uh, quite a few lads here up early for airsofting. Uh, part three of a stag weekend. Yesterday we went go karting, but we lost the stag. Uh, so I don't know how you lose us. Stag go karting him. It's a circular track, but uh, <laughs> uh, airsofting. I've just it googled was, it. Airsofting. Yeah, just like google it to check what it is. What is do you, like what do you reckon it is? Okay, is it like Nerf guns? Is it like yeah? Uh, that's exactly like what it is. Foam. I've done that on a stag. It was the best weekend of my life. Yeah, it's quite good fun. It's quite <laughs> good. It's, it's like paintball. You can ambush your mates, but you can't hurt each other. It doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. yeah. We played a zombie game around a farmhouse. 
So you, everyone's nice. got like a thing around. Oh their, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got like a, a like a headscarf or something, mm. or a thing wrapped around their head. Headband is the word. And you, and if you if you hit them, and they, if you touch them, they become a zombie, and then they take the thing off, and you know they're a zombie, and they're only allowed to move slowly. But if you hit them with one of your pellets, then they have to freeze for three seconds to get away. <laughs> Hilarious. And then we played it that we had so much fun, we ditched everything else on the stag weekend, turned off all the lights, and then played it with torches that night, like the X Files. I I find <laughs> it becomes like a it just becomes like a children's weekend, doesn't it? The, um, the we were all in our late 30s yeah and yeah we, and we all of us ended the weekend going why can't we just do this every weekend guys yeah, <laughs> yeah but you never will <laughs> what, what I, I enjoyed about the stag do i went on uh, which i organized last year was that it was the most it was great fun but it was the le- it was the least like lads on tour yeah um in fact the phrase of the the weekend became lads on tour yeah, yeah. because <laughs> used ironically because yeah. every so often you would hear somebody say something so, like for example I, I heard my friend harry say to uh steve who was the uh, who was the stag um hey do you want to do you want a starburst and steve went no i've just brushed my teeth lads, lads on, on tour, tour. <laughs> like, it was so <laughs> it was so boring i did the same thing and actually on tour in Australia with uh, Jimmy McGee and Carl Donnelly. Brilliant. Comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that same thing of just living this up. Can yeah. I get, is, can we get a bit of moisturiser? Yeah. on tour. <laughs> <laughs> right, this morning, uh, usually we look for a, a DIY Wix hero, uh, but as the days are getting longer and the sun is making an appearance, thankfully, uh, we start to think about spending more time in our gardens and getting ready for the summer. Uh, so today we're going to be looking for the Wix garden guru. They, they love a bit of alliteration at Wix. They love it. Uh, is there someone currently outside mowing your lawn, uh, laying decking or pruning your hedges? I don't know who, I don't know who writes these, but I, I do enjoy <laughs> that they like the rule of three. Uh, then honour their service <laughs> by nominating them for this prestigious title. Uh, you get 250 quid's worth of Wix vouchers and a song uh, uh, to sort of get them, give them the energy to finish the jobs. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Jen in uh, Derham in Norfolk has uh, texted in Sue. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, hi, uh, hi, y'all. I don't know if that's what they say <laughs> I over like this speaking in, yeah. in uh, Norfolk. Yeah, she says, uh, hi, y'all. Uh, listening in bed, just broken up with my boyfriend. Oh. Loving texting in the show, but... Just, oh, yeah. that's a bit of sweet text. That is, that's quite... Uh, well, Jen, you know, I don't know what the guy was like, but I think you're better off without him. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just saying because that's the sort of yeah, thing you say. Yeah, absolutely. That's ex- exactly. I mean, I do know he was. He was a terrible person. Was he? he oh, was fine. Awful. fine. He was awful. Get rid. Gone. He was. Although uh, she does say just broken up with my boyfriend, so she's broken up with him. Yeah. Does that does that always mean that though? If someone I don't says know. that, that's that thing where everyone goes, "Oh, what happened?" Was it? And everyone says it was mutual, and you go, "Yeah." Yeah. The person who it. says it's mutual means it wasn't mutual. Yeah, I exactly. guess. Oh well, I hope you cheer up. Otherwise, Jen. they'd have said. I dumped them, yeah! yeah. Well, we'll probably, maybe we'll get a text in a minute yeah. from, from the other half and, and hear both sides of that story. Someone uh, has uh, texted and said, my boyfriend Matthew is definitely the Wicked Garden Guru as he's out in the fog with metres of chicken wire. And then I stopped reading because I just thought, I don't like, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> he's out wire. in the fog with metres of chicken wire. Yeah, that sounds... I don't know what's going on there. Uh, who, is, who else? Morning, we're up because we're going to Disneyland Paris today. Mike and Izzy oh, and Ailey are up this morning. Have, have you ever been to Disneyland Paris? I No, I haven't, no. I, funnily enough, the only uh, European theme park I've been to is uh, Legoland. 
Okay. The, the proper Legoland. And yeah. it was where my parents told me they were getting divorced. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I thought, what a place. Like, that, that's a place dedicated to sticking things together. Yes, exactly, yeah. Thanks, it's a, the building thanks things. Mum and Dad, that's Lego that's ruined. <laughs> wow, that is ruined. <laughs> I, um, I've been to... Disneyland Paris is weird because it's got the over-the-top friendliness of Disney and America, but the aloofness of France. Yes. <laughs> so yes, we, I, I can't see that being a happy... It's kind of weird. You've got these people dressed up as Mickey Mouse who are just like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> can I have a, can I have a <laughs> picture, please, Goofy? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's kind of weird. It's a weird place, but it's good fun. But it I, is I imagine at Disneyland now, there's like there've been so many Disney films since I were a lad. There's mm. So many kind of versions of like I remember the one where I I kind of went I can't cope with this anymore was Tarzan. You remember the Tarzan oh, Disney yeah. movie years ago? Yeah. The editing on that was so fast. I was like, oh god, kids can understand this stuff now. Well, you know what's interesting actually? I had this thought uh, yesterday, and you probably won't get into get into this yet because your little one's only ten weeks. Oh yeah. But my, my eldest is six and a half, and I've noticed this. Disney have got an obsession with dead parents. Like, a, like I can't oh, even tell you yeah, right. the amount of films I watch now where a parent is either dead, yeah. dying, dies during the film, or, is, yeah. you, you know, they're either... Nemo, Lion King. Oh, I mean, Nemo's not even Disney, is it? It's everywhere. Well, Pixar, Disney, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, so Lion King. I went to see The Good Dinosaur... Okay. Uh, recently, with my daughter, and uh, I went to see this this film, and now it's a, it's, it's all right. It's not it's not the best. Went to see it, and I'm not going to. Sp- well, I'm going to spoil it. Uh, <laughs> I won't say the end. Turn the volume but, down now. Yes, um, <laughs> they the, all go the, extinct. The dad, yeah, they, they don't last. <laughs> they don't last. Um, the dad dies early doors. Early doors. The dad dies. What's annoying is there's no reason for him to die. I thought about the story afterwards when we were left. I thought, he could have stayed alive. He could have just been lost for a bit. Uh, and turned up again at the end. But no. I mean, Lion In King... Amber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lion King, I get. You know, the whole story's based around That's him taking effort, over. Yeah. I get that. That's fine to a certain degree. But, you know, Frozen... Uh, like, they're just dead, dead, dead. Snow White, her parents couldn't be any more dead. Yeah, right. They're obsessed. Yeah. What has happened at Disney? I tell you what, the most frightening thing is, they're all tidied up, aren't they? All the the stories are based on, like, grim fairy tales from hundreds of years ago, which were even bleaker and more worrying. Well, there is that, yeah. Yeah. Pinocchio, no mum. Peter Pan, no parents. Sword in the Stone, orphan. Rescuers, no parents. Oliver and Company, no parents. Beauty and the Beast, no ma'am. I mean, I could just rattle these off. <laughs> that sounds like the sequel. Beauty and the Beast, no ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just Lilo and Stitch, the parents died in a car crash. Like, they even go into detail. Oh, my God. There's no need for it, Disney. Sort well, it re- out. Given that I'm now going to have to watch all these films. Yes. Harrowing. Thanks, Thanks a lot, mate. Absolutely <laughs> harrowing. I'm covering my baby's eyes. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So I finished my um, week in Stoke this week. I, w- I was in Stoke for two weeks with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang mm-hmm. uh, before we move on to Southend uh, on uh, on Wednesday. And uh, and I, I, I sp- spoke about it on the show last week, but I I sort of took the baton to, um, to, to make sure that people knew that Stoke was a decent place. Because yeah. it's one of those places people roll their eyes at. People don't get it. Slash from Guns N' Roses. He was from Stoke. There you go. Look at that. Stoke fact. Famous kid. Hashtag Stoke Fact. And, uh, <laughs> don't, don't start using that hashtag. There's enough clutter on the internet already. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, we went for it this week. Uh, uh, for the fortnight, we went to the museums, we went to uh, Monkey Forest. Obviously, Alton Towers is nearby. Hello, Monkey we, Forest. We ate oat cakes. Uh, oh. We called people duck. I don't know why they do that, but that's what oh. they do. Um, and it, we, we, 
we, we had a great time, me and Phil Jupiter, and, and the rest of the cast of Chitty had a great time. We painted pottery. We went and paint pots, and we when did loads of stuff. Is it you and Jupiter's kind of leading the rest of the cast around the Yeah, they the don't really want to do stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're yeah, like, come you're on. Both, you're both quite outgoing, adventurous, yeah, kind like of like, let's go do a thing. <laughs> exactly. So we, um, and we found lovely little bars and some cafes and pizza joints and stuff like that. We had a really good time, and uh, we had a great couple of weeks in, uh, in Stoke. And um, weirdly, the harshest people about Stoke are the people who already live there. That's nice. I think that is the mark of quality yeah. of a town, if the people in the town give it a kick in. Like, they would come up to us in the street and be like, what are you doing here? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You live here. I'm yeah. here for two weeks, mate. Yeah. And, you haven't got to be here. Presumably you've got a vehicle. Why are you still here? <laughs> so we got to um, we got to a point where I'd big stoke up too much. Uh, not too much. So much, I meant. Uh, I'd big stoke up so much uh, that we ended up getting an invite to the town hall for afternoon oh. tea with the Lord Mayor. Oh, wow. That's better than the Mayor. Yes. Or the Lord. The Lord, the Lord Mayor. Mayor. Is I it? Know. Or is it one down from a Lord? I don't know. Uh, not a, no idea. No idea. <laughs> but she was a lovely woman and uh, she did a good spread. Hang on a minute. Is she not a lady no. mayor? No. 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 Yes, yeah, she's, she's still the Lord Mayor, irrespective of sex. You, you can be a mayoress, but oh. a Lord Mayor. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. So I there's no such thing as a lady mayor? No. Apart from the horse. Wow. Yeah, but there's that, so the, the Lord Mayor is still a Lord Mayor. Very nice. There's there you go. Spread. I met a mayor. Did you? I met a mayor in uh, the mayor of uh, Christchurch. I was in New Zealand for a festival mm. a couple of years ago, and I'd never met a mayor before, and I said, uh, how do I address you? And she said that I had to call her Your Worship. And I said that, I know, right? I, and I said uh, that was quite unusual, wasn't it, seeing as being English, I technically outranked her. And she laughed. <laughs> wow. That was great. Like, there were lots of people were like, uh, don't Whoa. talk to me like that. Classic <laughs> New Zealand person. Loved it. That's great. I've, um, I, I remember when I met the Queen, not to... Uh, oh, there's my you. story into the ground. <laughs> Sorry, Thanks, mate. mate. No, no, the Mayor of Christchurch is <laughs> it's quite good. It's quite good. Um, but when I met the Queen of England... Yes. Uh, no, I did the Royal Variety Show and uh, did it a couple of times. And um, I met the Queen, obviously, comes along and shakes, shakes your hand and says thanks or whatever. Yeah. And you get a whole thing, that uh, like a whole rules of engagement. Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, so they come and sort of give Do you... Do not engage the Queen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they say, um, so it's it's mam as in jam, not mam as in smam. Wow, like that's, that's a handy way to remember Yeah, it, that's well, the it? phrase that they use, mam as in... And you're like, it's weird, though, because she was it was at Salford, Lowry, and um, quite, it was weird because they were going, you have to call a mam, and I was thinking, I've already got a mam. Yeah, like, that's right. what we call our mam. So yeah. it was weird. I was like, mam would be better. Do you have the option when you meet the Queen of going like, no, I'm, I'm all right, thanks, I'll just call her what I want? Because, like, you know... No. No? What do they do? <laughs> what do they do? If you, I mean, does she poke right, you in the Liz. eye or something? All right, Liz. Liz? That would be weird, wouldn't it? She just knifes you. Yeah. No, I think she's quite... I think she's quite used to meeting people. She's... she's yeah. She's pretty good at it. And uh, we had Phil as well, who was an absolute delight. Yes. Um, who... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was stood Tread next carefully. This red dots have appeared on you from snipers <laughs> outside the window. So he, he is unbelievable. He is he? a remarkable man. He's unbelievable. I mean, somebody's writing his jokes. I'm yep. sorry, somebody's writing his gags. I mean, it, I, I think it might be Jim Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> he was. St I was stood next to uh, Ashley from Diversity. Okay, and. Uh, <laughs> I was stood next to him. This is a recipe for Prince, disaster. Prince Philip, I, come I know. And I was thinking. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. I was as I looked up because Ashley <laughs> is this huge, gorgeous-looking man stood there and uh, mixed ethnicity, as you know, and, uh, and 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 Prince Philip's coming along, and I can see 
see Ashley and I can see Prince Philip and I see them come, coming closer together yeah, and I'm thinking... camera on your phone. Oh, my God, I'm in the best place possible. <laughs> if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen right here. Oh I'm at ground zero. And he comes along, he says hello to me or whatever, and then he says, he says to Ashley, I thought you were marvellous, absolutely marvellous. And uh, Ashley says, thank you very much, uh, your highness or whatnot. He says, um, and then he goes, are you all, um, are you all one family? Oh, he no, says that he about didn't. diversity. And, the, wow. and Ashley goes, no, like, no, <laughs> no, we're not. And uh, he says, no, we're just... That we're your loyal subjects. Yeah, he says, <laughs> we're, we're in, um, he says, oh, we're just, uh, you know, we live in wherever in London and, uh, and whatnot. And uh, he says, oh, marvellous, absolutely marvellous. And then he goes, um, and are you over here long? Oh, over no. here long? He, li- he lives closer to your house than I do, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> And as I walked away from, as, I, as, as he walked away, Ashley Banjo looked at me and I looked at him. We had a little smile and then I just whispered, don't ever tell any other comedian that story, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. This morning we've, uh, well, we just had a little moan. We've chatted about, because a lot of people have been waking up now, nine o'clock, so this yes. will be the first time they've yes, heard us. Yes. It's just a little recap. We've had a moan about getting up early. Um, Can I do one more moan? I've got sent a oh, moan. Right, it's yeah. a funny one. Sure. My friend Daryl says, when it rains and your windscreen wipers are out of time with the music, so you concentrate on getting them in time and then miss your exit on the motorway. Wow, that is OCD <laughs> I, to I've a never done level. that, but I can completely see someone doing that. Yeah, I can, but surely then the song's going to change. Yeah, and right. It's a different beat. That's it. And you're He's off. not thought that through at no. all. <laughs> That's that is odd. I've got a, a friend of mine to just to take that sort of. Um, it's not real OCD. Like yeah. it's not the actual no, exactly. mental yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but uh, it's that sort of very watered down version. A friend of mine, um, they can't. Ha- he can't have the volume of the telly yeah. on an odd number. Oh, that is real OCD, yeah. surely. And she can't have it on an even number. Oh. So the pair of them together <laughs> just keep picking up the remote every couple of minutes. Oh, this is a terrible sitcom waiting to happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we get five minutes into pilot of that and then bid it. <laughs> Music matters. Uh, I don't know if you saw this uh, in the week. It's, it was one of those things I sort of posted on uh, Facebook, then it sort of did the rounds, and a couple of the you know magazines and newspapers yeah. picked it up um, because I was at a play centre. In fact, when I finished the show last Sunday, it was we went to a, a kids' party at a play centre, and um, we sort of sat there. My daughters have gone. You know, my little boys running around the. the, the place, and uh, then my daughter sort of comes over and sit, sitting at the table, just the two of us. And she says, Daddy. She just comes out with it. She goes, Daddy, what does STD mean? Uh, but boom, out of nowhere. I said, well, I, um... I said, well, I, you know, it's like a... It's like a disease, you know, like a disease. She's like, what do you mean? I said, ah, look, I'll tell you when you're older. You don't need to know about this. Yeah, right it's now. not going to work, is it? She was like, just tell me. She was like, I can understand things. I can understand <laughs> things. <laughs> and so I was like, um... Well, like, you know... Sometimes two people, and like there's other parents around wow. as well. Okay. Like sometimes two people, like when be they make a baby. Like I'm also trying kid, to work out myself. The kids crawling out of the ball pool. <laughs> yeah. Jason's going to explain. I, could, I like the music stopped. You know, and it was like I could sit, I could feel eyes on me. Um, and there's like a man and a woman. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it could, you know, you start getting into different very good, avenues. Very good. And I said, well, I guess. You know, you sort of touch people... Not touch, but... <laughs> like, how a proper sweating. I could feel that 
like, just down the back of my neck. <laughs> like, I said, um... Anyway, you can pass diseases on if you're not careful. So, you know, that's why people have to be careful. I mean, don't think about it now, but, you know, but, yeah, it's also it's awful, horrible. I mean, warts and rashes and, like, stinging, like, red, <laughs> red. I'm just saying words, like, words are just coming into my head. And uh, so just don't do anything like that, uh, ever. <laughs> she goes, what? So she just stares at me. She's like, what? what? And I said... Why, why Why? are you even asking this question, anyway? She goes, oh, it just says up there, uh, coffee, large, or STD. <laughs> <laughs> oh now, the moral God. of the story is... I mean, she certainly won't be drinking coffee for a while. But yeah. uh, the moral <laughs> of the story is uh, just make sure when the child asks you a question, yes. just say... Where have you seen Where that? Where have you seen that? That is absolutely That's, crucial, isn't that it? That is the key. I had a I had a bit of a dodgy one in a in a, a one of those play centres like the bump and bounce oh, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. I was walking around with my uh, nephew and he was holding my hand and he was running along the place and we were kind of having a bit of a laugh mm. and this other kid came over and started holding my hand as well wow. because he wanted to play and so he was sort of joining in and he just kind wow. of was holding my hand and I'm quite a, a, a gregarious, yeah. you know, I like playing with kids and stuff <laughs> but you end up sort of going, uh, okay, I'm sort of holding yeah. this weird kid but equally you don't want to go get off. Yeah, of course. You know I mean? That would be worse. It's society that's changed, not you. It, it, thank you, yes. exactly. So my little nephew's calling me Uncle Stu. Uncle Stu, let's do this, Uncle Stu, do that. We come around the corner, I'm holding both kids by the hand, one of them's with me, the other one very much not. We run into his mum, the wow. new kid, and she just looks at the kid, doesn't look at me, looks at the kid and says, who's this? And the kid goes, it's Uncle Stu. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell him wow. to call me that. <laughs> yeah, kids will get you in trouble. They will say the wrong things at the wrong time. In fact, another play centre story was, um, there was, uh, my daughters were in, uh, were in the play centre and there was this little kid just being a bit of a nightmare, right? And, uh, and he was, he was in his United top and he was, he was sort of blocking, uh, the, the entrance. Oh, it's about, difficult, difficult when you see someone. I know. He's about eight or nine, um, a little Asian kid in a United top, and he was blocking the thing. He wouldn't let anybody else through. And my daughter was like, that boy won't let us get through. And I was like, well, you know, if he does it again, I'll have a word with his parents, but, you know, I'll try and sort it out between you. Three or four times, he came over crying. I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go and speak to his dad. Like, so I'm looking around, and I see the kid go over to his dad. And his dad's this quite very tall, like six foot four, um, bearded uh, Muslim chap, and uh, like quite respectful looking. And I sort of walked over. I said, I'm really sorry, um, you know, but the kids thing, you know, the, you know what kids are like. And he said, oh, yeah, and he, he was totally fine. And then my daughter goes, oh, well, we don't play with these people, do we, Daddy? I went, what? Whoa! Whoa! What? She went, you, you know, Grandad told us, oh, Grandad told you nothing of the sort. Like, it was, I was going, what, what do you, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, my, you know, like, people have old people who are racist in their family. Yeah. We don't even have that. Like, yeah. that's never even happened in our family. I'm going, what? What do you mean? She went, Bleh. and she's starting to cry a little bit because I'm getting flustered. Yeah. And this this guy's looking at me like, what? What? Why is your daughter saying these horrible things? And she went, Manchester United fans. <laughs> That's what she meant because we're City fans. I was like, oh god, oh god, thank you, oh god, oh thank you. <laughs> it was a, te it was tense. It was tense. I'll give her that. Where real music matters. We've been talking uh, this morning about uh, children dropping you right in it. Yeah. Uh, whether they've just said something in public or uh, or even just to you and uh, a, a misunderstanding. Uh, we've had a couple uh, come in this morning. Uh, Kevin uh, messaged me on uh, Facebook. He said, my son came home from school and asked, Daddy, what's vice? Oh. 
So I took a deep breath, uh, because I believe in being honest with my kids. <laughs> I explained in depth about drugs and prostitution, etc. <laughs> I then asked him why he's asked that question. He said, well, I've been made vice-captain of the cricket club. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, you know what cricket's like. Oh, I see the industry. Uh, Deborah says, one of my mum's old friends had some church people to the house. Uh, her kids her kids answered the door and shouted, there's some prostitutes on the church here. She meant Protestant. It's easy done. It's easy done. It's easy done. And uh, Katie says, uh, a mate of mine got asked by her daughter what a virgin was. She explained uh, after a short pause. And uh, then her daughter looked at her quite confused and said, well, what does extra virgin mean then? She was talking about olive oil. <laughs> it's easy done. It's easy done. So that's what we're that, after this morning. That olive oil has never even looked at anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so 8, 12, 15 uh, is, the, uh, is the text this morning. Uh, just when kids have dropped you right in it. I mean, you've not, you've not had to experience this. No, but yet, I've got godchildren and oh, I'm very, okay. very close to them. So I don't get dropped in it so much, but my, uh, my godson Tom is a little terror and he loves spoiling things. He loves, right. if you watch Doctor Who with him, he's like, oh, that one dies and she's an alien. And you're like, hey, yeah, don't yeah, tell yeah. me. And he goes, but it is, but it is, but it is. So I got him his first prank for his last Christmas. All right. I got him, uh, like, the, these, uh, you know, the tin of nuts, and you open oh, yeah. it, and he's got a jumpy snake inside classic. it, little thing. It's a yeah. classic prank. Classic. Oh, there we go. That's my role in his life. Um, and I went to see him and after Christmas. I saw him in uh, February, and I said, did you, uh, did you get anything for Christmas? And he, and he went, yeah, yeah, I did. Wait there. And he came off, and he said, would you like some nuts? And I went, yeah, I'd, I'd love some nuts. Thanks, I'll play along with it. And he went, really, it's a snake. <laughs> no, 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 come on. Yes. I'm sure it's some nuts. No, it is, it is, it is a snake, it is. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Elaine Towers said, um, my son asked, uh, this was in the, at the school gates, all the other parents are there, loads of other kids, uh, just said, um, why did Grandad go to prison? <laughs> in front of everybody. <laughs> and her mum had to, uh, the mum had to explain, your granddad has gone to heaven, not, oh! not prison, which is really heartbreaking, oh, isn't it? Oh, just for a moment that child must have thought, when you die, you go to prison. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> That's sort of better. <laughs> it's adorable, adorable. So 8, 12, 15 is the text. You spotted any uh, There's good a ones lovely there? one. As someone says uh, that whilst on holiday in Dorset at Pool Harbour, my friend, and she says outer children, but she might well have meant other children. Other children, yes. They <laughs> went crabbing off the harbour side wall. Unless she actually means the children. The she doesn't children. like as much yeah, yeah, as the yeah, inner children. Yeah, peripheral children, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, after two hours of not catching any crabs, the kids were bored, so we took them for a drink in a busy harbourside bar. Myself and my friend Gary continued and eventually succeeded. We caught about four or five crabs, kept them in the bucket and took them to the bar to show the kids. My boy was delighted and stood up on the table and shouted, Daddy's got crabs. Wow. The whole bar <laughs> laughed and applauded, yeah. and my boy was wondering why everyone was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah says, uh, w I was with my uh, four-year-old nephew on the bus. Uh, he says, uh, can I always be something she, she says no it's bad manners to whisper he says i really want to whisper you something he says well you can't if you don't want to say it out loud then maybe you shouldn't say it at all he says well i just want to tell you that woman over there is really fat <laughs> wow wow what i love that is she's the architect of her own destruction yes exactly <laughs> so great just let him whisper it always let the kid whisper Manford. Karen uh, said, um, I remember being in a taxi with my eldest, uh, who had only been about five at the time. I can't recall what started the conversation, but he, sa he said, why can't I make noises in my bedroom when you do in yours? Oh, that is fearsome logic. The driver the nearly wet himself. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone here who says, uh, I, uh, I once had to take my four-year-old daughter to a funeral. I stood right at the back with her, but when the coffin came in, she said, what's in the box? 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Boom. <laughs> Straight in there. Uh, Elaine said, on a similar theme uh, of what we've been talking about, one of my daughters came running up to me all upset and said her big sister had said the F word. I marched through and gave her a lecture about inappropriate language. She was only about eight, and I really wanted to make sure that she didn't say it again. Uh, after my f- furious tirade, she said quite calmly, but I said fart. Oh, oh, but that would be that would be the same. That is proper swearing. That is little. My daughter came in once, and she and uh, she'd heard the big, the big one, the big F, uh, somewhere <laughs> on the street, and she she actually said to me, she went, "Daddy," and I said, "What?" She said, "That man outside just said the F word," and then she t- sort of looked round and she went. And I don't mean fart. Eight twelve fifteen is the text uh, if uh, you've uh, ended up in this sort of situation. Um, I quite like this one uh, from Andrea. I asked my eight-year-old daughter if she'd had a nice day. She said uh, she'd tried a menage a trois. <laughs> she meant mange too. Oh, they're so similar. They're so similar. Uh, how? How uh, is it? What, how is an eight-year-old pronouncing menage a trois? Yeah, I'm sure she must have phrased it slightly differently than, than I did. I, I, Maybe. It's, unless it's sort of floating around in vocabulary, I can't see. I mean, Andrea, be. come on, sort it your should. parenting out and your veg. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 uh, on the text. Uh, if um, if you've had, if been in this situation where your kids either drop you in it or they've just said something ridiculously uh, inappropriate. That's what we want to hear from you. Uh, or, of course, on, on Twitter as well, of course, you can follow me at Jason Manford. Stuart, what's yours? At ComComPod. At ComComPod. Oh, of course, because you've got your... Comedian podcast. You've got yeah. your podcast. Who, who, who's the biggest... Uh, comedian you've interviewed recently jimmy carr yes interviewed jimmy carr it's a two-parter in Lovely. depth into how he writes his material and how he deals with hecklers we spent like half an hour oh, picking apart the mechanics of how jimmy carr deals with hecklers well he is one of the best he's one of the best the in his shows he in his tour shows he'll just say in front of an audience of 2000 he'll go right come on let's have an amnesty <sighs> St- get stuck in give me your best heckles and he'll just stand there batting them away and destroying it's people brave so that with the podcast we just try to get into the mechanics of yeah. that because i've done i've done your podcast yeah yeah, we've yeah, had a a yeah yeah so yeah, it's a good podcast. And what's the podcast actually called? Uh, it's called The Comedian's Comedian. Comedian's you can, Comedian. You can get it from wherever you get your podcasts or from comedianscomedian.com. Okay. But I've had, like, Dara on it. I've had Dara over yeah, yeah. Matt Lucas. Pat Oswalt was my favourite. Oh, wow. If you're a comedy nerd, you'll know Pat Yeah, Oswalt. the American comic. He's yeah. just one of my all-time Oh, he's fantastic. Bits. Amazing, yeah. amazing stuff. Great. So have a little listen to, uh, obviously, after you've finished listening to my podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, where I... <laughs> There's room for all of them. Absolutely. We've then. all got an infinite amount of time. There literally is. <laughs> Matters. Good summer song. Sun comes out. That's the one. That's the one. What was that? About 95, 96? Something like that? Something like that. Yes. Lovely. It's just sunny, isn't it? I was, I mean, I was sun at, drenched. I was at school, obviously. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would have been. I hope so. It's 95. I never know. Yeah. I still think, like, 95 was about six years ago. Absolutely right. Uh, the 90s, to me. You know when you see, like, themed nights and, the, and they're all having a 90s yeah. theme? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like... What? Well, that's not been long enough for it to be a theme. In Sheffield, there's a 90s bar. Oh. Like, you get a 70s bar, and then you see an 80s bar, and you're like, are we doing that now? There's a <laughs> 90s bar. You know, that's the right, 90s. That's... Be a yeah, like bar. it's twee. Yeah, like it's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, like, I like trying to spot what things in the world now will be the, the kind of... Um, like, if you see a sitcom in mm. 20 years that's set now... And they go to the pub. What sorts of things will be in the pub? What, because yes. it will be like aubergine w- wallpaper and feature <laughs> wallpaper and gastro pub stuff. Yeah. Stuff that you don't notice at the moment is like the contemporary 
cliche. Bertie, what was that? What was that thing? Bertie Bass or something? That singing fish. Remember that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right. That was like <laughs> massive, wasn't it, for ages? And then, and now that's twee. Again, I just all those little things that you just. Take for granted. I'm, I'm feeling really old just in the last few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> You've talked yourself into your age. I have, yeah. I've got a lovely kids one here. Oh, go on, yeah. Let's have, so we're talking this morning, if you just joined us, we're just talking about uh, when a kid uh, gets something wrong. I, I, it happened to me where uh, my um, daughter asked what an STD was and I went into quite a detailed response. Uh, it turned out she was just talking about a cup of coffee on the wall that's a STD you know STD or large standard or large so um, what have you got there so this is one memorable afternoon what I like about this is you've got to do the work yourself with this one uh, one memorable afternoon is when I had my extremely stuck up family round for tea hope they're mm-hmm. not listening and my daughters were playing nicely upstairs or so I thought well one of them ran in and said daddy I found your policeman toys <gasps> wow <laughs> ah the old handcuffs I assume handcuffs meant yeah yeah <laughs> Let's exactly. hope not a trudge. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Andy says, now this happens a lot, doesn't it? Because sometimes you say things around your kids that you don't think they're hearing, right? Andy says, I used to call my mother-in-law the Wicked Witch of the North. Now, I'm sure it was meant affectionately. Yes. Of course it was, right? Hot summer's day, left kitchen door open and in walks the in-laws. My five-year-old uh, shouts, Daddy, the Wicked Witch is here. Ah, very difficult to get that context to get that yeah. warm oh, way was. in which it yeah. was meant. Tough that, tough. Oh dear, that is tough. I um, I, I, that happened to me. Uh, well, to my little brother actually. We were going up to my nan's, and it was um, we. I don't know if I've mentioned, but we were very poor, and uh, we um, it was you my seem to get a lot of uh, syllables out of the word poor. Oh though. yes, that's, that's <laughs> what we you get. Really have to make things laugh. We get our syllables where we can. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, not like you fancy a lot in London, you've got all the syllables you want, we have to make ours count. <laughs> we were poor. And uh, so, no, we, um, we were going up to my nana's, it was her uh, birthday or something, it was something like that, and we, my mum had been to bingo and, uh, and had won, because they didn't do, like, money prizes, won a clock, like nice. a flowery clock. And so mum was like... Classic bingo prize. Yeah, just wrap it up, give it to nana. <laughs> Straight in. There you go. She opened it up. She went, oh, it's lovely, that, because all nanas say that, whatever the whatever the prize. And my brother, straight away, oh, my mum won it at bingo. Yeah. Like, boom, ruined. <laughs> ruined. <laughs> so The rules on re-gifting are very subtle, aren't they? It's a tough one, isn't it? You've got to remember who gave it you. That's the, That's the worst. I have done that. I've given the present no. back to the person that gave it to me. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a little... It's like an ornament. It was a weirdly unique thing that you should have remembered from that person. What it's, I find... i tell you what is an obnoxious gift... When anyone gives you anything uh, for your home, yeah, like a, a, a an ornament or a or a picture, a framed picture of yeah. something, the arrogance <laughs> of someone to give you that yeah. present to go there you go. There's a this picture. This will make your place look better. Yeah, you know I've seen your house, you, you and I what, think it could be improved. Do you know what's worse? My sister, we're we're close. We're not that close. We love each other. We're mm. not that close. Didn't grow up that close. She gave me an empty picture frame. She's got kids. Wow. She could have put a picture of the kids in it. She gave me an empty picture frame, which I think is like someone saying, I presume you have some memories. Like, <laughs> yes. oh God, thanks. I quite like getting those picture frames of those perfect um, couples and families uh, that you get. You know, just the, the yeah. models that they use for picture well, frames. Well, that's a t- trick one for me, because I look like one of those guys. I've got a generic face. Yeah, I, look like actually, guy, yeah. I look like the guy in the, in the picture that you, you do, get You do, you've got that like, permanent, <laughs> permanent smile. Real music.
music matters. Well, you feel awake now? You feel... I do. I've woken right up. I like it. It's yeah. nice and sort of crisp outside, and uh, the, the, the town is not full of too many people. No, it's absolutely fine. Up. It's absolutely fine. And you've um, obviously so Stuart's got a ten-week-old little boy. Yes. And uh, and we've been talking this morning about uh, the sort of well, malapropisms, I guess, almost yes. of uh, of things that. Uh, that kids do yeah, when they drop my, you my, in it. My godson said when you just reminded me when uh, when my because you know babies dream and you're just like what can they be dreaming about? Yes. He laughed. He laughed in his sleep the other day. It was a beautiful thing. My godson ages ago, I, he's had a little baby sister, and I said what what are they what are they dreaming about? And he looked at me and he went milk and boobs. Yes, and that's probably right. That's when probably do, bang on. Yeah, and does it? Ch- I mean, it wants the. Once you get to a certain age, the milk turns to beer, and that's the same yeah. dreams. <laughs> running away from boobs, <laughs> running towards <laughs> boobs, same as. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the uh, is the text. If you're uh, up and about this morning, I, I sort of I, I, I'm slightly envious of that ten week old uh, baby of you with the ten week old baby. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all the, envious of well, the ten week old yeah, baby. What a life! Getting cuddled, patted. It is, there is a moment where you think, "Why are you even crying?" Yeah, I mean, yeah, life yeah, yeah. does not get better than this. You go down the checklist: Is it wind? No. Do you need your nappy yeah. change? No. Well, why? Are you upset because this is this is as good as life gets, mate. Absolutely. When he's crying, I'm literally wiping his bottom. And he's crying. <laughs> is this not good enough for you? <laughs> like if if that was a thing, that like I mean, even if you're super rich, I guess wiping bottom isn't even really a thing. Like, do you think? Well, I don't quite understand the context. As in, like, <laughs> as a child, that's like amazing. Like, oh, that's, like, that's a mean. thing that happens you're as a kid. Then you've got to do, do it yourself. You. Yeah, you've got to do it yourself your whole life. Yeah. But even if you're super rich. That doesn't become a thing again, does it? Like, you can employ someone to wipe your bum. Well, I think I'd, maybe you're not thinking big enough. Maybe not. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, like, my kids don't even say thanks. Sometimes, because, again, you won't have got this yet, but the worst sound in the world is halfway through your dinner and just somewhere in the house hearing, I've finished! Yeah, yeah, no, I have. I've done that with my goddaughter. <laughs> yeah. And you walk in and she just stands up and just, just presents. Yeah, <laughs> come on, go, get, get it on wiped. It. I've got stuff to do, I've got Pepper <laughs> to watch. Get that wiped. Get it, get it wiped. You think, hang on a minute, mate. Hang on. And, and you wipe it, you do, not even a thank you. No, now, if, if somebody, I don't know why it would happen, maybe I'm in a fancy hotel, but I don't know why it would happen, but if somebody went, eh, would you want, do you want to wipe your bum? The, the, the least I would do yes. is say thank you. Absolutely, and that would be a fairly good tip, I yeah. would think. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Man, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm but sure you wouldn't would... want to palm it into their hands. No, I won't be shaking their hands. No. <laughs> Jason Manford. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio as we head into the last hour of the show. Good God, already? Yeah, I know. It whizzes flown by. by. I, I presume. <laughs> I mean, it does for us. I don't know. It's flown by for us, absolutely. I don't know what it's like at home or in the car or whatever. You might be like, oh, it's dragged, isn't it? <laughs> you don't know, do don't, you? Don't text in and tell us. Yeah, no, no, keep that <laughs> very much to yourself. Uh, 81215 uh, is the uh, text number, as you probably already know, or you can contact us on uh, Twitter and, you know, all the other bits, all the other places. <laughs> all the other social bits. Yes, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Stuart Goldsmith is my guest this morning. You can follow him on Twitter at comcompod comcompod because you're a big podcaster and I'm a big old podcaster well another not as big as some wait for this do you like this another big podcaster uh, is uh, is Richard Herring who uh, joins us on the line this morning good morning Richard Oh, is he here? Where is he? He's here. Hello, hello can hello. you hear me? Sorry, yes, there you are. Yeah, I, hello, how they, are you doing? They let me in charge of the buttons and that, Richard, and it <laughs> often goes terribly wrong. There was a great bit where yeah. the uh, producer ran round and pressed a button on Jason's screen. There. Yeah, that it happens a lot as well. Super sweet. Hey, Richard. It's not really hey, my Richard, thing. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> Hi, good. mate. Uh, so, uh, now, we're talking to you this morning, obviously, because we want to talk to you, because you're brilliantly funny and, and uh, such a lovely man, but uh, <laughs> we're talking to you for a specific reason, because you... Um, 
you did this Kickstarter campaign uh, over the last uh, few months, and you've actually reached a phenomenal target. Tell us more about it. Yeah, well, I did. A, I did, did one of my earlier podcasts was called As It Occurs to Me, which is a stand-up and sketch yeah. audio thing that I would put together very quickly. Yes, uh, that it was drove me like a bit. And, Emma Kennedy and uh, yeah, Dan, Dan Tetzel, Christian Riley. Yeah. Uh, and it drove me a bit nuts doing it because I was writing it very fast. But it was a very, you know, it was popular and people got into it, and I kind of regret yeah, not doing more it was with it. Very funny. Um, but it was just hard to keep up with. And then I kind of thought, well, it'd be interesting to try and push the medium of podcasting on a bit further and see if we can do a, you know, a TV quality or near a near TV quality yeah. <laughs> film version of that with a bit, you know, with me working a bit harder on it, but still retaining some of the improvisational and last minute elements to it. So, yes, yeah, so but obviously that costs a lot of money. Of course. It costs more than we've got, really, but. Uh, We've done kickstarts for some of the Leicester Square Theatre podcast to film those, so I, I thought set a quite ambitious target of a hundred thousand pounds. Yes, uh, and and we saw what happened. But because I've been did podcasting for eight years and giving yeah. everything out for free, I think people yeah, you've got a like following who appreciate, appreciate it. it. I mean, a hundred and seven thousand four hundred and three pounds was the, the last. Yeah, uh, what are you going to do with the spare seven grand over yeah, the target? I mean, that's yours, <laughs> isn't it? That's yours. Well, <laughs> yeah, that'll pay for uh, the Kickstarter commission. So I mean, yeah, all right, more, okay, nice, more. nicely. The, the more we, the more we get, the more we're going to put into. I don't. Really, I'm not taking any of this money myself. I'm hoping no. that somewhere down the line, I'll make some money out of it somehow. But yeah. it's more for the experiment of. No, it's a great idea. To, six. So six brand new thirty minute television quality episodes. Yeah. Uh, of uh, of the show, and you, um, and so, and you'll. I guess you'll be the producer, you'll be the editor, you'll be the director, and the, co- the, the commissioner writer. as well. You're the boss. You're you're in development yeah. now. Well, I am, but what's quite nice is I'm, you know, I'm meeting lots of people. I've been doing a few, I've been in a couple of parts in some short films, and there's quite mm. a nice short film community who, you know, very talented yeah. directors and writers, and also I'm, I'm going to write all myself actually. But there's, but there's all, all these different, you know, crew and, yeah, and stuff yeah. that I've been meeting up with, and a lot of them are very interested in. I want to make this quite an ambitious project, and have very different styles, and it's a lot of it's going to be slapdash and silly. But I'm going to try and do some. Yeah. You know, high quality stuff. Because so I'm calling in favours a little bit, but also hopefully going to be paying everyone. Yeah, I mean, work. the two ways of looking at it is that you're in charge of of everything, but at the same time, you're the sort of uh, performer and writer who likes another set of eyes to sort of be looking at your stuff to, to make sure that yeah. you're not in a little bubble surrounded by people telling you you're brilliant. You know, like yeah. Well, I never like that. You know, I don't like. Yeah. I don't like it when it gets too centred around the person in the middle of it. You know, so I've, I, I'm I've never really wanted to direct my own stuff just because yeah. I think it's really important to have other people's. Uh, but I, but you know, I like this. I like the idea of making this a showcase of new talent because it's, it's difficult to get on TV. It always has been, yeah, but I think course. even more so now because I think things are you know very much geared towards panel shows and yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. hard to get um, you know something a bit more ambitious on. But would TV. your ambition be that somebody on a TV channel sees this and goes, "Hang on a minute, this is." Ready? Well, not necessarily. I mean, no. I think the beauty of this is is that I have the autonomy and the control over what goes into it. <laughs> yeah, why TV, would you want to give that all up? That's, that's yeah, what's yeah. so great about podcasting, isn't it? You create yeah. a thing and people are going, oh, do you want another thing? And you're like, no, this thing's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of feel this might be the future, you know. I mean, I think TV will still be there, but I think it's going to become, you know, part of the background of lots of different people putting out lots of different things. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's things like something like uh, you know, the, the, someone like Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that that will let you just get on with what you yeah, want to do. That, to that it, yeah. might work for for funding it, but you know. But also, I just sort of think, well, if so if what, the fans of it, if everyone yeah. who watched it gave me a pound, I could make another series. Just make so it going, yeah, of course. Yeah. And what are you, what for people who who don't know anything about it, I don't know yeah. what the, what it would be. Um, how would you sell it to them? 
Well, <laughs> I mean, it, the, the original podcast is sort of crazy. You know, it's it's, it's based on the the, the, the central thing is it's things that have occurred to me either yeah. you know literally occurred or As things I've thought in that week. So, called, yeah. so I'm the I'm the central kind of linking theme to it all, but it can be anything, you know. And I think I'm really going to expand that out within yeah. the within this version that it's what, that, are, some you know, of, can, what are some of the more popular um, sort of sketch ideas within the last it's a very ones. difficult world to get into now we're on the radio but uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things came out of mistakes I mispronounced the word pumpkin in one uh, episode which yeah. led to a, a, a large and very disgusting thing that we cannot discuss on the radio <laughs> uh, and, uh, I know about that was, and it may never was, be said uh, in public <laughs> there was a sketch that I really liked that we filmed that I did was called the motorcycle clothing sketch which is about me pretending to go into motorcycle or clothing shop pretending I like motorcycling when I don't know anything about it right um, but it died the first time I did it so then I kept on doing it every week until because I thought it was good so we filmed that so uh, right. that, so that's the kind of you like can that. make we, that but decision but I think it's all going to be new controller. stuff as well I, I might I might, um, I might bring back some of the old characters you know yeah. in, in peripheral form but I, I kind of want to start again and and make it a new thing so that new people coming to it can enjoy it and uh, you know but I think if you read my blog you know I, 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 I tend to write that in that happened to me so we'll be filming yeah. you know recreating embarrassing things that have happened to me or stupid things that have happened to me and, and there's kick- a bit of imagination there as well obviously and kick- but yeah and kickstarter i mean do you think that's the and and websites of that ilk uh, do you reckon that's the way forward for, for a lot of these things i mean to make a hundred how many people did it take to make a hundred and seven thousand about three thousand about three thousand seven hundred i think altogether so it's not so, that many people not that many think- really no, and I've got like 150,000 people listening to the Less Square Theatre podcast. So, so some I'm people must have put a few hundred quid in, like not just fivers and yeah, tenners. Yeah, there was, you know, there's a lot. There's, I mean, the average was about thirty, I think. But yeah, it's it's, you know, what's nice. I like that. I would really love to fund it by everyone putting in a tiny amount. I do a thing on uh, through GoFasterStrike.com, which is oh, yes. who make all my DVDs and stuff, where people can pay a pound a month as a badge, you know, and that's raising a little bit of money. But if yeah. everyone, you know, even even if half the people who listened to it thought, oh, this is worth a pound a month for me because I put out a lot of stuff and it's all for free yes, you can see it on YouTube or iTunes or whatever you know there's lots of different places British Comedy Guide there's lots of places to get, and you've actually, to get hold of it and talking of your DVD you're actually recording uh, one in a few days time are you? Um, no what, what am I doing in a few days time? I think you're doing a DVD record at Cardiff oh, St David's Hall, Hall on Tuesday the 12th of April <laughs> I am thank you but, yes, I mean you tell me if it's right me. <laughs> I've only got the information you sent me in front of me. <laughs> I thought you were saying a podcast. Oh, uh, right, sorry. I, uh, I know. I'm, doing, I'm on tour at the moment doing Happy Now, my yeah. current show. So I'm in Newcastle tonight. Hanley tomorrow. I'm not even sure where that is. Lovely. Uh, where can people get your get your dates so we can have a little look uh, on Richard, RichardHerring.com. Yeah, nice and easy. Cardiff, Cardiff on Tuesday, which I'm doing at St. David's Hall, which is an oh, amazing lovely. but very Great big venue. venue. So there's some, there's some tickets left for that. Oh, perfect, perfect. So head down to, if you're uh, in the Cardiff area to go and see uh, Richard. Very funny man. And uh, one of the most hard-working, ambitious men that I've met. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed with this Kickstarter thing. Congratulations, yeah. mate. Thanks, Jason. Cheers. Love to talk to you. Right, Thanks for having me on. Matters. <laughs> just had a, I just had a little bit of a nano moment there. I was like, "What am I doing? Where, where am I?" <laughs> and you covered it beautifully, and then told everyone you. I had tell it. everybody <laughs> everything. It just comes. It just spills out. I can't help it. Um, so we were in uh, Stoke this week, Stu. Yeah, uh, where Hanley is, I think. That's the same that's right. Hanley. He wasn't sure, was he? Perfect, flawless. <laughs> so we finished the uh, the tour, the two week tour of, uh, of of Stoke on Trent with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and. Um, and then we move on to Southend uh, on Wednesday for my last two weeks. So I, I've got the last two weeks, and then I join 
I joined the production again in Northampton at uh, the end of September. Presumably you spend the, the months in between just being massaged and given ice packs and stuff to recover uh, from... Yeah, I'd like, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? But uh, actually it's uh, just being dad. It's actually harder. <laughs> What's funny is I come back after a few days off. So like this week I've got... Uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday mm. off and we do a show Wednesday night. I get back Wednesday the rest of the cast are like refreshed like yeah. ready to face the day and I am shattered <laughs> because <laughs> I've just got the kids for like four days I'm like, and they're just looking at me like you have a nice few days off? I'm like looking forward to getting back on there to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two children in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang who are not mine and have a chaperone Oh the best! Yes it works no out. No responsibility Absolutely. whatsoever. You get all the bonus and none yeah, of the negativity. Yeah, towels on their head. No, yeah. you're cute. That's thing. it. No, they're absolutely brilliant. So, um, but I had this weird moment. So when I the show continues, the show cracks on over the summer. Uh, so we've had a new uh, Caractacus Pots and a new uh, Truly Scrumptious uh, who have been These rehearsing. Are ice cream flavors. That's right. Yeah. yeah, been rehearsing the show uh, over the last uh, few days in uh, in Stoke on Trent and the new. Um, so Carrie Hope uh, Fletcher is the new truly uh, scrumptious who if who's a really big um, West End star uh, and fabulously talented uh, but there's a certain age like even now as I said her name there'll be uh, people between the age of sort of 9 and 14 15 Uh tearing the hair out at the very mention right. of the name Carrie Hope Fletcher she's a huge internet YouTube sensation oh yeah I knew that yeah I'm very yeah. cool I'm yeah, nine yeah. I've sort of got the mentality yeah. of a nine yeah. year old YouTuber so she's fabulous and uh, and Lee Mead is taking over my job as, uh, okay. as Karatikus Potts uh, as he uh, he cracks on over the summer dates now what was weird was the other day uh, somebody said to me oh could you come and show Lee uh just round like some of the bits so he shadowed me on stage uh, not uh-huh. on stage obviously that'd be weird uh, backstage so I could show him the plot and what, what I did and where I went and when I got changed and all that but he doesn't shadow you lot on stage if you're doing a dance number oh and he doesn't just come on and stand next going, to me and then, on, at this doing? point we say this no yeah. none of that but he watches on the wings which is quite um, quite weird and uh, he's going to be very good at it but what was interesting was walking around Chitty Chitty Bang Bang so the car is in the middle of the stage and um and he's walking around it, and I'm showing him the car. So I'm going, uh, well, this lever does this, and uh, this button does this, and if, if you press it at this moment, that's the best time for the uh, wings. And, and I thought, suddenly felt that there was a moment where it felt like he'd just seen the car in Auto Trader. <laughs> And had come round to see if it was all right, and I was just walking around. We were just kicking tires, patting the roof. Oh, lovely! Just sort of having a moment of going, yeah, you know, the engines are getting on a bit, but uh, you know, the wings, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. If you see a cliff, you go for it, son. Don't you worry about that. Oh my god! Yeah, it was a very, it's quite an odd moment to be handing over the reins of, sort of giving him the car keys of Chitty after. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, it for, I bought for so a long. van off someone once. I bought a VW van, mm. which I I cannot recommend. I know there'll be, you know, we all supposed to anyone that owns a VW van, you're supposed to pretend it's good yeah that's that whole thing popular. when you, you pass each other on the motorway oh, and you yeah. wave at other VW drivers you feel, <laughs> the first time you do it you feel like oh I'm in the gag it's like when someone jogs past you and you're jogging and they wink at you and you're like yeah I'm in the gag <laughs> um, but I realise why we do that it's because we want to maintain this kind of fictional this PR job on the rest of the world that owning a VW so is, is it good a trick, is it? so that we can sell you our rubbish VW that doesn't go anywhere <laughs> well apparently they're making the ele- electric ones that's the next that's the, they're oh, going back into production that would be lovely and if they you work. think of the people who own VW vans are the exact people who will also buy an electric one 
Do you know what I mean? They're definitely, definitely into that. They've done definitely. well there. They've done well. So, uh, yeah, no, best of luck to uh, Lee Mead and uh, Carrie Hope Fletcher as they take over. And uh, and Sean Williamson as well takes over from uh, uh, from Phil Jupiter as well as uh, the Baron. Is he going to do breakfast for Lee Mead? So, I, I don't know if I don't know if Sean and uh, Lee will be living together as much as me and uh, <laughs> Phil have been. You've taken it, you've broken Facebook. It's another delicious breakfast that we, Phil cooked me. I go to the next level next week yeah. in South End where I am actually staying at Phil's house. Oh, you're going to put some you're going to put that stone back on that you've oh, danced yeah. off. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So earlier on in the show, I uh, asked for... Uh, well, we used to have DIY Wix Heroes. We've changed it to uh, Wix Garden Gurus, as the sunshine uh, is now upon us. So the day's getting longer, the sun making an appearance. Uh, we're spending more time in our garden. So our, uh, our kindly sponsors, Wix, uh, have uh, turned it into Garden Gurus. Uh, so if there's anyone... I asked you if there was anyone out there who you wanted to nominate to win £250 of Wix vouchers and, uh, of course, to have a song nominated to give them the the energy to finish the job and uh, and Hanny from uh, Halifax got in touch good morning Hanny good morning Jason how are you I'm really well thank you how are you uh, very very well thank you lovely so tell us uh, who you're nominating this morning um, it's my boyfriend Matthew who's um, out in the garden um, the fog is now just about clearing and he's making a run for the uh, the rabbits that we've got all right <laughs> This is the chicken wire guy. I didn't get to the it end of the that. Chicken t- wire, I yeah. see. Oh, I see. Yeah. a rabbit run with chicken wire. That seems. Well, well yeah, because he's slightly concerned that they might burrow down through the grass. So he's um, deciding to cover pretty much the whole of the lawn in chicken wire, and oh. he's got um, stakes of wood and all sorts going on. Is that he trying to keep the, the rabbits alive? Because he's, <laughs> he's had a little bit like he's turned it into an assault course for yeah. rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, it, it pretty much will look like that by the time he's finished, I think, because I'm not really sure he's got much of a plan or knows what he's doing, but... Oh, you he, cannot he, he, be Sunday morning DIY with no plan and has loads he, of materials. He, has he drawn drawn anything? Like as a, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. on a post-it note, which is just oh. popular. That sounds totally uh, fine, then. That totally is, is efficient enough to convince himself he knows what he's doing while actually yeah, having absolutely. no value whatsoever. So I'll send you 250 quids worth of vouchers. Uh, what song would you awesome. like to play for Matthew? Um, could I please have the Smiths? How soon is now? You can do. Are you both fans? Um, I, I absolutely love them, but Matthew hates them, so um, oh, well. he'll love it while he's out there. So the song, <laughs> so the song you're nominating Matthew for, uh, for is a song that he actually hates. Oh, yeah, yeah, with a passion. Oh, wow. That's love. Love it. I love that. I love it. Well, best of luck and uh, best of luck for your rabbits. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Cheers. Bye-bye. Jason Manford. There's a story doing the rounds uh, this morning, uh, Stuart, which is um, about three restaurants in the the southern Chinese city of uh, Gangzhou, Mm -hmm. uh, which... um, had employed robot waiting staff. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so robot waiting staff, they, they go around... Best delivering restaurant it. ever. Yeah, well, you would think so. Uh, of the three establishments, two have closed down, <laughs> while the third has sent all but one of their robots back and reverted to human servers. Oh, what? Why? Yeah. And why have they kept one robot? That's fascinating, because <laughs> that robot is running the restaurant. He's doing all right, yeah. <laughs> while the out. robot waiters were an excellent gimmick to get customers through the door, uh, the Workers' Daily newspaper says, uh, they were not quite so good at their Programmed task of serving food and drink to customers. Okay. Oh. According to staff, the mobility of the catering staff was great. We initially recruited six for service, but after a year we only retained the one, says a hot pot restaurant supervisor named Ms Liang. Uh, 
I mean, is that a surprise? I mean, the services were limited, they said. They couldn't pour water for customers, nor could they take orders. I mean, what is, what, That's a table you're describing there. You, yeah. They put a pair of googly robot eyes on a table. That's two of the most important <laughs> things, isn't it? Being able to pour a drink and take an what order. What sort of robot are you envisaging? I'm imagining ones like on The Matrix, you know, those enormous spirally kind of tentacly no. things like that, is it not? That, that, it's more like a sort of shoebox From the wheels. picture, doesn't look... It looks like the sort of thing that you, um, you would see in Toys R Us for, uh-huh. like, 40 quid. I think the best use of robotics is is uh, is like the very simple artificial intelligence. Like I, I think of them as little robots. You know mm. the little till robots. Oh yeah, yeah, know, yeah. I love those when you put because I love how clueless they are. Yes, you put like a pepper on it and it goes, "What is it?" And you go, <laughs> you've got to type it in. You go, "All right, I'll help." It's a pepper and it goes, "What color is it?" And you go, "All right, does it matter?" <laughs> yeah, I'm making a list. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, I love them. It's interesting because we our films when we watch our films of when robots take over. You know, your Terminators yes. and whatnot are so advanced but the actual reality is we're, that's not going to happen in our lifetime well the scary one have you seen the, uh, the videos on YouTube of like that robot dog that you can kick over and it gets back up Oh right, no, yeah, I've not seen that's that. really scary. There's some, there's some, but it doesn't, you know, it's but not a again, robot dog. Yeah, and also it's letting you kick it over first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true story. <laughs> I mean, the Terminator, <laughs> you're not kicking him over. No. So no, I, I quite like that story. I don't think that's going to. Ha- I mean, obviously, there's times where robots do take over, you know, yeah. the, uh, and machines take over various jobs. We've all we've all heard of that. But uh, I mean, you know, radio presenters, for example. Absolutely. I mean, uh, just for the benefit of the listener, we're talking to the severed head of Jason Manford, yes. which is rotating inside a little. <laughs> Tank, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that this not that the, the humble waiter is still going to yeah, be a proper there's job. Some, there's got to be some things that you keep do that humans keep doing. Robots can't do everything. No, although they- I must say, I must say, when it comes to taking an order, I don't know if you have this pet peeve, right? When you go to a restaurant and the, and there's like four or five of you, and the waiter starts taking, you go, "What are you having?" And you go, uh, "Well," and he's got no pad. Yeah, and he just memorised. Yeah, it. oh, drives me nuts. I'm like, just you write it down, get mate. Every second of this, right? Like, what is the benefit <laughs> from this? Nobody is giving you a round of applause for memorising this stuff. All you've yeah. done is cause worry, yeah. unnecessary and worry. You've made it impossible for us to go. No, d- we didn't order that. Yeah. Go, no, I did. I remember. Now, if you'd written it down, nope. we could prove it. Yeah, no, that, that there's no need for a that. robot. Because the the worst that could happen is that you forget something. The best that could happen is the same thing if, as if you'd written it. Yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. So why, why are you memorising it? Yeah. Just not my too flash. Stop doing I it. I don't like it when you say, uh, can I have one of these? And they say, of course. I'm like, I know I can. Yes. Give it me. I'm just, be- yeah, <laughs> I'm just being polite. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. My dad has a thing where, uh, when the- this is a constant uh, dad joke that he's been doing for uh, at least the last eight or nine years, the- at the end of the meal, the um, card machine comes out comes over to the uh, to, to the table. My dad likes to pick it up to his ear. Hello? <laughs> like it's a little telephone. <laughs> that is. I mean, <laughs> it was funny probably twice. Yeah. I'd say twice. But dads have got commitment. Dads are like, I'm going to push through the next nine years. It's going to get funny again. Yeah, they're, they're the Dan, Dan, Dan of the joke yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alan Partridge shouting Dan in a, in a car park. The first three or four really funny. They're not funny for a bit, then funny yeah, again. super funny. It's pretty impressive. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I'm um, l- looking through the, uh, well, I saw it, I saw the original story on Newsround. It's not where I always get my, <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my news from, but, Bro, uh, It's a good way, good, Newsround's a good way to get, It's kind yeah. of a nice way to get the news without any of the horribleness. Yeah. I sort of watch Newsround and they just, they just take the, 
the nastiness out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I met John Craven did it when I were a lad. Of I course. met John Craven once, Ledge. and, I, and I, just, I just for two seconds I said, "So I'm really sorry to trouble you. I just wanted to say you're sort of like my dad." And he smiled and he went, "I get that a lot." Wow, <laughs> class, legend, legend. Classic. There was a great story uh, this morning about some shipwrecked sailors. I don't ah, know if you saw this. This is magic. Yeah. Yeah. So there's um, there's three sailors have been rescued from a small island where nobody lives uh, in the after their boats uh, capsized uh, by the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard because they um, made a help sign uh, just out of uh, palm trees. What is leaves. this, Tintin? Is I love that it. So cl- that's such a classic move. They, I mean, it's a, there's a picture on... You can, get on the, you can have a look on the BBC <laughs> website. Um, a massive... <laughs> like they've just written help in leaves. And it's genius because they, they, I mean, they were stuck there for three days. I don't even... I know it sounds weird. I don't even know if it occurred to me. I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> I reckon one of them had the idea and were like, let's, let's write what? help out of palm fronts. And the other two must have been like, oh, come off here. Yeah. As if that's going to do a karma, and then two, two oh, nights in, smug like, on the, oh, right, on the yeah, aeroplane yeah. now, will he? All right, boys. Plus, I mean, they only got as far as help in three days. They could have done a, a longer message. Help, yeah, full drop, full. drop food off, but we'd like to stay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it looks like a beautiful island, but I, I sort of, it's easy, isn't it, from the outside looking in, uh, when you see that, you go, what a great idea, would I do that? But we obviously, the nearest we come to it is when we're watching the telly like this Bear Grylls thing mm. the island uh, when you're watching um, uh, I'm a Celeb those sort of things you yeah. think would would you be able to hack it I mean could you do well would you could you do it I, I am definitely the sort of person my, my friend Marilyn used to say there's two types of people if you get stuck in a lift there's people who wait to be rescued and there's people who get you out of the lift mm. and I'm definitely someone that gets you out of the lift oh I, really I'd have, I'd have done that in a day you'd have done the help sign definitely I mean there's no saying they didn't do it in the day they just yeah, didn't yeah. get spotted <laughs> that, for three that's a good point I think you'd be an arse on us we just imagine they're just <laughs> sat twiddling I mean they literally could have capsized and one of them went get some palm leaves let's write there's, help there's a plane there quickly <laughs> we should have done this before yeah. people just going past for ages going why does it say H yeah but, but having said that, I am also the sort of person who watches, like, you know, you watch an action film mm. and there'll be someone dangling from a rope ladder at the bottom of a helicopter yeah. and they're just starting to go and, I, you know, their fingers are just coming off it. I'm always thinking to myself, I, if that was me, I'd just, I'd just hang on longer. Yeah, well, do you know what I, mean? see, I, I, I can't do five press ups. So, see, I, I've been working with uh, Michelle Collins, who was uh, on Bear Grylls' uh, show, and, um, like, at one point, they have to, like, drink their own wee wee and that. Ooh. Which is like I you see I would I would need to watch every other person do that before I did it yeah I and even then it. I'd be expecting them to go hey it was all orange juice for us well Ooh. it's it's made it weird at work I'll be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> I mean she goes off to make a brew I'm like you're all right Shell I'll make me own I'll make me own I'm a celeb I watch I'm a celebrity every year I love it and. I although touch wood depending on the tax bill I don't have to do it yet. <laughs> would um, you? No, I don't think so. But obviously, you can't say a hundred percent no because you just don't know what's going to happen you in your life. You know what I mean? Head, you don't know yeah. what, so, um, but uh, I watch that, and I, every year I think I could definitely do that. There's yeah. nothing. I've not seen anything yet. You'd do all of the stuff. You'd squash the. You'd eat the insects. I'd eat the things. You'd eat I'd the eat, stuff. Yeah, it's mostly eating stuff, isn't it? It's the eating thing that gets you. That's the one that uh, gets you. But I, I mean, what I think they do is they make a mistake day one when they do the pre-show interviews. They tell them what they're terrified what of. What do they do Why that would you for? Do that? You can see them giving it like, oh, he ate spiders and snakes and dark places and yeah. waterfalls. Or what. I think, well, just if it was me, I'd be giving it oh, chocolate fountains, yeah. foot rubs. Oh, he ate them. Ate, ate them. Don't, don't I'm bring so them. hyperactive. I can't stand a nice sit down. <laughs> it's my worst nightmare. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. 
Music Matters. Uh, Stuart Goldsmith has been with us this morning. Stuart, where can people catch your stuff? Uh, well, I'm on tour at the moment, so if anyone is in Leicester or Northampton or Norwich this yes. week coming up, um, there's going to be the bicycle shop in Norwich I'm looking forward to. But for me, I'm very excited. In two weeks, I'm coming to the Soho Theatre in London. Oh, very so nice. So the 21st, 22nd and 23rd of April, I'm doing my tour show there. Great. Got a five-star review this week. Feeling pretty great about everything. Nice. So, well, yeah. Yeah, well, who, who's it from? It's from Bath Theatre. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. A masterclass in stand-up. Oh. Bath Theatre. They're oh. lovely people. Take it. Take Banging it. Banging gig there. Yeah. Reviews yeah. are weird, though, aren't they? I mean, Of course they are. I don't read them. Oh, I read them all. Well, I do read them. I, read, yeah. I just like I it to tell, be known that I, I don't I tell read. people I don't, but I definitely <laughs> yeah. do. I, got, I once got a five-star review and a one-star review on the same night at Edinburgh Great. Festival. you're doing the right thing. That's <laughs> Isn't that better? It's way better than two threes. Two, absolutely. And what was interesting was they both used a similar phrase. In the good one, it said, he's like your funniest mate down the pub. Oh, yeah. And in the bad one, it said, he doesn't say anything the bloke in the pub can't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a pincer movement. They've got you banged to rights. Hang on a minute. <laughs> so where can we follow you online? Uh, you can follow me at ComComPod, which is the podcast yep. uh, uh, Twitter feed, or you can go to ComediansComedian.com and just get yourself stuck into the podcast. Because and there's a, loads of them, isn't there? It, there are 165. Wow. We've got Matt Lucas, Jimmy Carr, Sarah Millican's been on it a couple of times. And it's just a really involved... I basically take comedians try and work out how they write their jokes and then yeah. about 40 minutes in I try to convince them they're secretly depressed <laughs> so it gets a bit like it's an untrained person attempting therapy sounds brilliant well I will be uh, heading down to uh, Southend on Wednesday you can follow my exploits on, uh, on Twitter and Jason Manford or on Facebook see you next week bye Jason Manford